Kapuna Wiki was previously recorded. Welcome to Kapuna Wiki, Hawaii's senior resource, the radio show that helps you find answers on important topics like finances, senior housing, estate planning, real estate, health, and much more. Now let's join Kapuna Wiki hosts, Brandon Lau and Andrew Leon. Aloha and welcome to the Kapuna Wiki radio show. This month we are talking about health and wellness. And in studio we have Dr. Warren Wong, who has been a geriatrician at Kaiser for over 30 years and is currently on the Executive Council for AARP in Hawaii. Kapuna Wiki is Hawaii's senior resource. We talk to the best local professionals in the state regarding topic, topics such as real estate, senior housing, estate planning, finance, and health so that our Kapuna families can find the best resources in the midst of a life transition. We strive to make sure our seniors are informed and supported every step of the way. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Brandon Lau. And I'm Andrew Leong. Your host for the Kapuna Wiki radio show. If you missed any of your shows on air, the Kapuna Wiki radio show is available as a podcast and can be found on Spotify, Apple, and Podbean for your listening's pleasure. Our title sponsor for today is Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors, providing you with the best real estate information so you can make the most informed decisions. As they like to say, real estate is about choice. To contact them, call 808-753-9033. And now we have a real estate tip of the week brought to you by Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors. If you are trying to sell, Setting up a pre-listing home inspection can assist you in uncovering and resolving possible concerns prior to them being subjects of negotiation with potential buyers. This will assist with giving you a starting point for any repairs or upgrades to decrease risk of lowering the final price. For more information on strategies for selling your home, contact Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors at 808-753-9033. Again, today we have the pleasure of bringing back Dr. Warren Wong, uh, he has been a geriatrician at Kaiser for 30 years. He's on the Executive Council for AARP. Uh, he's developed a memory assistance app, which is uh, published on Apple. And he's also the founder of geriatricswithaloha.com. How is that, Dr. Wong? Is that pretty good? No, I, I want to edit it a little bit, okay? Okay. First of all, the uh, I was at Kaiser for 30 years. I'm retired now. Okay. I'm very happy to say that geriatrics department at the Kaiser Permanente is very strong with very good clinicians. That's great. The uh, uh, Memory is an app mm -hmm. that's available at the Apple Store, uh, only on Apple, and right. it's uh, specifically intended to be used by caregivers together with uh, people who have Alzheimer's and other kinds of dementia. Mm -hmm. But you also are the founder of geriatricswithaloha.com, and I'm looking at your site right now. Yeah, so that's my uh, that's my labor of love. <laughs> um, I put a post in just about every week, mm -hmm. and it really talks about how to take care of frail elderly people mm -hmm. from the perspective of a geriatrician. And uh, do you know why I have the website? I can only guess that it's because you want to help to encourage support for caregivers that's correct <laughs> um but uh i was just telling andrew that underneath it all i need mm. to have discipline oh, and i know I that i i have to do a post every week it does take a fair amount of work and uh, my longer term in, uh, goal is to write a book about caregiving for frail elderly patients that is a great endeavor yeah. I, I and i think you would do well because you have some great content on this site and um, if you have 
you know, your phone or your computer in front of you, go to geriatricswithaloha.com and you can read uh, all about this uh, great content here from Dr. Uh, Warren Wong. But it again, it's helping you to stay disciplined. <laughs> That's right. It's, it's really a labor of love and I put a lot of time in just trying to get all the material, making absolutely sure it's correct mm-hmm. and also putting it in language that I think uh, is, is easy to, to send the message forward. Right. Now, for those who haven't heard uh, from you or have, haven't heard about your background, maybe you can share a little bit about your career in geriatrics. That 30 years is a, is a good amount of time. So Yeah, so I actually started off after uh, I did my residency in San Francisco in internal medicine, and the first uh, role I had after that was working at an organization called Onlock. Okay. Um, that uh, is not a program that exists in Hawaii uh, right now, uh, but it is totally focused on taking care of older people who are frail Mm -hmm. and providing as much care as possible in the community. And um, at that time, I uh, was very happy to take care of uh, frail elderly Mm -hmm. uh, people in a program that I really believed in. Mm -hmm. But uh, I was also a single man. So uh, I I made the decision at that time to come to Hawaii and try out Hawaii for a while and uh, was it now you you mentioned you were a single man was it because you were a single yes (laughs) yes I think that if I was married and kind of set up and all that but here was a time they said well I'm not anchored down just yet so if there's ever a season right (laughs) and of course there's this the the other side of the story of course is when you meet the, the love of your life and it's important to stay in Hawaii uh, definitely. So you and your wife, you've been together for... 35 years. Wow, congratulations. Now, since you already brought it up, you have to tell us the story of how you guys met. Because she's also, uh, she must share passion, uh, similar as you, of helping people. Well, I'll, I'll tell you a joke, okay? Okay. Um, so it's very easy to know who doctors marry. Okay. Okay, if they marry somebody during medical school, they marry another doctor. Okay, that makes sense. And that's the only people you see. That's right. <laughs> okay. And if you marry some somebody during during your training program, you're very likely to marry a nurse. Hmm. Okay. Because you're working in the hospital. Right. And uh, if you're not married after that, which I wasn't, um, you wait until a pharmaceutical representative comes into your office <laughs> and talks about the best medications for patients and. So there's a fair number of physicians married to pharmaceutical reps, and I'm one of them. And, and you, you obviously bought more than just the wares that she was bringing to your patients. <laughs> yeah, she was. You a bought little, her dinner. <laughs> uh, no, actually, uh, she was a little surprised. I said, "Yeah, uh, let's talk about it over dinner." So. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's great, and I'm I'm so glad you folks have been together for 35 years. That is wonderful. Um, so now, so you were in Hawaii. You were with Kaiser for 30 years. Uh, how was that experience? Well, I, uh, ge- there was no such thing as geriatrics back then. Mm-hmm. And I started the geriatrics program. A lot of people at that time said there was no need for a geriatrician. So I, Everybody was young and happy, right? <laughs> that wasn't the story, oh. but uh, uh, I started off uh, providing consultations in the hospital mm-hmm. and also putting a lot of effort into taking care of people in nursing facilities and I started a clinic and the clinic started off with 
just half an half a day mm-hmm. every two weeks and lo and behold the consoles just started flooding in oh yeah and uh you know now we have uh, three full-time geriatricians mm-hmm. who are able to evaluate uh, people uh, who are frail and who have dementia and give a geriatrics perspective on things and what geriatricians are really valuable for mm-hmm. is they actually know what exists in the community. Mm. And it's the difference between saying, well, this person needs some help and saying this, this agency provides really good care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just hard to imagine that there wasn't a, <clears throat> excuse me, a geriatrics department when you started because you, you look at the need for geriatricians these days and you can, I can hardly imagine a time where it wasn't available, you know? Yep. And you know, the need was there. Um, we were just talking about how many people are over the age of 80 in mm-hmm. Hawaii now. And uh, we uh, found the number, right? Yeah, it was uh, uh, at least 60,000. Yeah. yeah. 60,000 people over the age of 80. And mm-hmm. you know, people always ask, what does a geriatrician do that the primary care doctor doesn't do? And mm-hmm. uh, geriatricians really specialize and emphasize uh, care for people who have uh, dementia, cognitive impairment, mm-hmm. Alzheimer's disease, and also for people who are frail because the needs are distinctly different. Right, right. I mean, even though you're retired and you might be in your active senior years between 60 to 80, like you're saying, the physical needs are completely different. Yes. Right? Yeah, so uh, it's not entirely politically correct. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always thought of 80s as the decade of frailty. Mm-hmm. In other words, mm-hmm. people who are younger, right. you know, if they have adverse health um, problems, it could be something like cancer or diabetes, right. congestive heart failure. There's many people who live into the 80s mm-hmm. who don't have those problems, right. but then uh, they reach their 80s and all of a sudden frailty starts to set in. Mm. And the, the clear example that I think people understand is if I ask you, do you know many people who are in their 80, who are 80 years old, who mm-hmm. are driving? Um, I actually, I do. I well, do know some people, yeah. That is ac- uh-huh. absolutely true. There's yeah. many people right. who are 80 years old who are driving. How about people who are 90 years old? Uh, I, had, I just met a lady not too long ago at one of the senior expos, and she was over 90. Yeah. <laughs> and she, but she, you know, if she didn't tell me her age, I wouldn't have known. Right. She, she was uh, very uh, talkative and she seemed like she was in pretty good health. Um, yeah. She probably wasn't frail, but I think no. the important point is that at the age of 80, there's a lot of people driving. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And by the time 90 gets, it's far fewer. And that's because frailty starts to set in. Right. And the ability to drive a car right. uh, goes significantly down between the age of 80 and 90. Personally, I've, I've always envisioned, you know, this 100-year lifespan, which a lot of us are living to these days, right, centurions. Mm-hmm. But I thought of, okay, if we have 100 years, the bookends might be the part of our lives where we're more interdependent. So maybe 20 to 80, we're independent, but at the bookends of that, 0 to 20, 80 to 100, we're more interdependent, where we need a lot more, um, you know, assistance, support, um, education on different things to live in that season of life, right? So like you're saying, if you're physically a little more frail, uh, there's just a, 
different things to think about that we should be aware of. Yeah. And uh, that's uh, a really good point, Brandon, because geriatrics is a little bit the mirror image of pediatrics. Mm -hmm. And as people get older and more frail, it's kind of the mirror image of a child being born. Because when you think of it, uh, very old people are frail, mm -hmm. but we don't use that term, but babies are frail. Right. They, they can't yeah. take care of themselves, mm -hmm. and, and especially in the first six months of life. They're very susceptible to infections. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, uh, Warren, when we come back, I want to hear more about what your projects are, how you're helping our Kapuna to stay supported, uh, how you're helping them to stay healthy and well. And I want to talk a little bit more about your, uh, your website here, Geriatrics with Aloha. So we'll talk more about that right after this commercial break. We'll be back with more Kupuna Wiki right after this. Malama Maikai Health and Wellness Alliance provides the most trustworthy care services to seniors in Hawaii. We offer seniors the option of being able to live and age in the comfort of their homes. Our dedicated team of highly trained caregivers is available 24-7 to offer you the care you need when you need it. Some of our care services include light routine housekeeping, bathing, safety supervision, assistance with walking, transportation services, and much more. To schedule a free consultation or to learn more about our services, Call us today at 808-517-1780. Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors assists clients in buying and selling their homes by striving to create an easy and seamless transition. With multiple awards spanning most transactions of the year, client service award, and being in the top 100 realtors, Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors wants to provide you with excellent service and care when making a major life decision. Over the years, their agents have greatly enjoyed serving each and every one of their clients as if they were family. Whether you're a first-time homeowner or a senior, they understand the challenges and complexities of the real estate process and want to help you every step of the way. Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors wants to provide you with the most information so you can make the best decision. Because as they like to say, real estate is about choice. Contact Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors today for a free in-person property valuation by calling 753-9033 or email them clientservice at choicehi.com. Welcome back to Kupuna Wiki on AM 690, The Answer. Welcome back. If you just joined us, uh, in studio we have Dr. Warren Wong. He's been a geriatrician with Kaiser for over 30 years, and he's also on the executive council with AARP, and he's a founder of geriatricswithaloha.com. And uh, Dr. Wong, uh, you know, great explanation, you know, and I like the term, you know, what you said about how, uh, you know, we start off as, as babies, then we evolve to adults, and then we kind of revert back to that stage where we do need uh, the care again. Um, and, and since, you know, your, your site is about uh, taking care of elderly people, what are some tips you have for our listeners of how they, you know, how they can do that? Well, I, uh, thank you for uh, raising that question because I'm going to give you a couple of very specific examples. Sure. And this is really why I felt the book, uh, from a geriatrician's perspective, was really important mm -hmm. because when you look out there, there's many, many books about how to raise children, how to raise babies. But look carefully and how many books are there about mm. what you should do specifically for a person who's frail and elderly. Mm. Let me give you mm. uh, one very specific example. 
One very specific example uh, that I saw multiple times in a day is the frailty of the skin. Mm. And people, as they get older, their skin is very frail, especially in the forearms where there's a lot of sun exposure. Mm -hmm. And just a simple rubbing the skin in the wrong way can result in a skin tear. Mm -hmm. And what I would see over and over again in the clinic is patients brought in with a big Band-Aid over that skin tear. Yeah. And that would take me 10 minutes to say, well, let's do something about this. Because the first thing you would do for a child is to put a Band-Aid on. Mm. For a person with frail skin who's very elderly, that's about the last thing you want to do. Mm. Because you peel that Band-Aid off and the skin comes off with it. So there's very discreet ways about taking care of skin and skin tears in an older person. And, you know, I, part of, one of the things I want to impart is think very carefully be, before putting on a Band-Aid on a person's uh, skin. Mm-hmm. And another very simple concept is if a person's very frail and, and is at high risk for falls and you want to hold on to them, how should you hold on to them? Well, it's very comfortable for older people to use the prom hold, you know, like they're the woman putting their arm um, kind of over the biceps of, of, a, of a person. So that is a very weak grasp mm. because once that person starts falling, they cannot grab onto you. So a much stronger way of holding on to a person, especially one who's frail, is under the armpit because then you're in control if that person starts to fall. Uh, you still have very firm support over those persons. So those are kind of the simple kinds of uh, comments that I have to make about, uh, you know, how do you provide care for a frail elderly person? Uh, Dr. Wong, when you were practicing and these were relevant questions, did you actually go through demonstrations and show people, okay, this is how you handle a skin, skin tear? Or, or this is, you know, if you're helping your spouse up the stairs or your loved one, and they start to fall, this is what you want to do. I mean, did you physically show them <laughs> how I, this works? I loved doing that. Yeah. And yeah. because just watching, they would get it right away, mm-hmm. exactly what you had to do, how I would use a little Q-tip and kind of unroll the skin because rolled up skin will die. Mm-hmm. And so if you still have some fairly good skin intact, you have to unroll it with a Q-tip then okay. lay it out flat and then put some antibiotic ointment over it and then I would always show them these ba- uh, ways of wrapping something in which you didn't stick anything actually on the skin. Mm. So there are common products such as Telfa pab- te- uh, sponges, which mm-hmm. are, are, are more expensive. But even those, they stick a little bit. And for very frail skin, mm-hmm. they can pull the skin off. Those are some great tips. Yeah, yeah. Well, on, to- on the topic of skin, I mean, since uh, our listeners are out there, I mean, they're they're probably trying thinking of okay, how to you know they're probably freaking out because knowing that you know their skins are, are so frail. What are some things that they can do to maybe um, uh, better or, or improve their their skin if they're if that's a thing or or what can they do to uh, be less f- vulnerable to a skin tear? So yeah, Andrew, that's a, a very good question, and again, it gets back to. You know, this is not rocket science, but it is something that you see enough of. You, you give advice about things. And so older people, I would look at their forearms. You, the forearms are usually the most damaged part of the body. And 
uh, I would say put on some moisture lotion every day mm, okay. because uh, skin tears happen for a variety of reasons. One of them is uh, called friction. And when the superficial part of the skin moves and the part underneath doesn't, mm -hmm. and the uh, dermal level of skin, uh, you know, which you can't feel, is very structurally strong in, in, in younger people, but it's very weak. So there's what's called shearing when the skin starts to tear apart. Mm -hmm. And when you put a moisture barrier on top, what it does is anything that it touches tends to slide a little bit more mm -hmm. without creating so much friction. And, and then the other thing that a, a lot of people in Hawaii did not enjoy doing is uh, putting on long sleeves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, because that, is, you know, long sleeves does a couple things. It uh, prevents against further sun damage, but it's also a, la a barrier later, a layer. Just in case you tap or touch anything, it's a, another layer on top of your own skin mm -hmm. that just keeps the con contact away. And then there's very, very thin uh, forearm protectors that people can find i think these days it's a little more acceptable to, to wear a, you know one of these rash guards or this dry fit material if you're out outdoors right so there's not as much of a stigma like hey, are you from the mainland you know <laughs> wearing a long sleeve but i think you know it's very practical to have these protective protective wear right yeah. to think about yourself a little more now um dr wong we won't have a lot of time but i did want to go back to your uh, site, ger geriatricswithaloha.com. And the one thing I notice is you have a lot of time and attention put towards, um, you know, uh, mental health and memory care on your site. And you introduce someone, uh, Dr. Tipa Snow, I guess, who's here on your site. Um, we're going to definitely have you back to <laughs> talk more about this. But just give people a taste, you know, what are some things you talk about regarding, you know, mental health? Well, or brain health, I should say. Brain yeah. Um, well, uh, TIPA is fresh in my mind because I've been doing some posts uh, based on an interview I did with her. She's an international renowned uh, expert on on dementia care. And mm -hmm. my most recent post uh, doesn't directly answer your question. It's th uh, three very specific communications tips sure. for communicating with somebody with uh, Alzheimer's disease or any other kind of dementia. First of all... Uh, it can be very easy to start being aware without saying it as a mm. caregiver mm. that you're aware that person doesn't know as much as you. Mm. And that is easily translated to somebody who has dementia. Right. They may not be able to express that, but they know that you think they're, they, they're not as intelligent mm. or don't have the brains that you have. And uh, that is a loss of dignity. Mm -hmm. So the very first tip that uh, Tipa points out is connect with the person. And, and there's a very simple way to, to give a tip. It's to say a person's name. Mm. That's, uh, that's so true. Yeah. And then the um, second tip she gives is um, to go low, which means to try and make your eye level slightly below the person that you're looking at okay uh, because there's a power dynamic and then as people become more frail mm -hmm. and with cognitive impairment they're sitting down a lot of times and all of a sudden you're looking down at them hmm. and there's a, a, a body language that people with very severe levels of cognitive impairment still understand right. they may not be able to express it mm -hmm. but they know 
that their that body language expresses something. Right. So if you go below the person and kind of look up at them, mm-hmm. it, it's a sign of respect. And then the last uh, hint she gives is V V T, which mm-hmm. means establish visual contact first, mm-hmm. then verbal contact. Mm-hmm. And if you're trying to do something where you actually need to touch the person, do that last. But make sure that you've connected with the person first. Mm -hmm. So good. So good. Uh, We've been speaking with uh, Dr. Warren Wong, and he has been a geriatrician for over 30 years, uh, uh, formerly with Kaiser, and he's on the executive council for AARP. Uh, He's also the founder and author of a lot of these posts, at geriatricswithaloha.com. And uh, Dr. Wong, I'm so looking forward to when we have you back because I want you to speak more about brain health and, and ways that we can help our kupuna and, and loved ones stay healthy in the, in the latter years. So thank you so much for being on our show. Glad to be here. I look forward to coming back. Kupuna Wiki, as you know, is a 501c3 Hawaii nonprofit. And if you're interested in supporting this show, either as a volunteer or financially, uh, please reach out to us. Our number is 808-792-5188. You can also email us, info at kupunawiki.com. And thanks again to all the participants who got into the last week's Kupunawiki trivia. And last week's question was, which famous Hawaiian musician is known for popularizing the ukulele? The answer is Israel Kamakaviva Ole, also known as Brada Is. And now this week's Kupunawiki trivia question is sponsored by Hale Haoli Hawaii. Which Hawaiian island holds the Guinness World Record for tallest cliffs on Earth? For a chance to win a Long's gift card, be the first person to call us with the correct answer at 808-792-5188. Again, we'd like to thank this segment sponsor, Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors, providing you with the best real estate information so you can make the you can make the most informed decisions. As they like to say, real estate is about choice. To contact them, call 808-753-9033. Well, thanks for joining us today on the Kupuna Wiki Radio Show, Hawaii's senior resource. We strive to make sure our seniors are informed and supported every step of the way. Again, I'm Brandon. And I'm Andrew. And we'll see you back next time on the Kupuna Wiki Radio Show. You've been listening to the Kupuna Wiki radio program. If you'd like more information about today's topics, please call us at 792-5188. That's 792-5188. Or visit us online at kupunawiki.com. Until next time, aloha. The preceding program was sponsored by Kupuna Wiki, Hawaii's senior resource.